Hello, my name is Jorge Cortez. I'm the director of the Georgia Cancer Center at Augusta University. And I'm going to be uh, talking about this study that uh, was presented at ASCO and presenting at, at EHA, which is called the OPTIC trial. This study, the background is that we know panatinib is a very effective therapy in patients with CML that have received multiple prior therapies, but together with the significant efficacy comes some risk for arterial occlusive events. And the standard dose today is 45 milligrams daily. So the question that this study tried to address was whether using lower doses as a starting dose could maintain efficacy while improving the safety. So patients with uh, multiple prior therapies were randomized to receive a starting dose of either 45 milligrams, 30 milligrams, or 15 milligrams. And the primary endpoint was to achieve a molecular response, a, a transcript level of 1% or less by 12 months. Importantly, the study had a built-in mandatory dose reduction to 15 milligrams daily for the patients who were started at 45 milligrams or 30 milligrams once they achieved the primary endpoint, that's 1% or less in the transcript levels. So the study included 94 patients on each treatment arm. They were all very well balanced, and the great majority of patients, more than 95% of patients, had received at least two tyrosine kinase inhibitors or more, Actually, more than half of the patients had received three tyrosine kinase inhibitors or more, and the ones that had received only one is because they had a T359 mutation. And uh, although it allowed to, for patients who were resistant or intolerant, really all but one of the patients were resistant to therapy, and, and they had clearly failed the prior therapies. Uh, this is an interim analysis. So at the moment of this uh, presentation, only 77% of patients are evaluable. The full analysis will be done when all patients have completed the 12-month uh, follow-up. Although patients who have already discontinued therapy for whatever reason are included as part of the evaluation in this presentation. So the efficacy results show that the dose of 45 milligrams gave the greatest efficacy. The response rate was 39%, rounding the numbers, compared to 27% for both the 30 milligrams and the 15 milligram starting dose. So a significant higher rate of response for the patients that received the standard dose. This was even more noticeable if we separate the patients into those with a T359i and those with no T359i, they could have other mutations or no mutations. So for the T359i patients, the corresponding response rates were 42% with 45 milligrams compared to 24 with 30 milligrams and 8% with 15 milligrams. So a, a very a large difference. The patients without T359 also benefited more by the 45 milligram dose. Uh, the main question then is the, the safety profile. And, and the main issue is the arterial occlusive events. Those are the ones that, that concern us the most. And an important component of these studies that all such events were assessed by an independent panel of cardiologists and neurologists and vascular experts, and every event was reviewed by them to see if it qualified according to the criteria of the American College of Cardiologists and the American Heart Association. So looking at those criteria, the rate of arterial occlusive events was 5% with the 45 milligrams, was 4% with the 30 milligrams, and 1% with the 15 milligrams uh, daily. So there was also a correlation between those and the risk of these events, uh, but the difference was much smaller than the difference in the efficacy. 
So it does appear that the gain by using the standard dose is much more than the risk. Of course, part of that may have been modulated by that mandated dose reduction driven by the efficacy, which is perhaps an important component of the therapy moving forward. So I think although this analysis is an interim and we're still waiting for the final results, it does suggest that there is a nice correlation between dose and efficacy and that the risk is relatively small, at least with the follow-up that we have so far, and that by adjusting the doses once the patients uh, uh, achieve the response, the risk is mitigated significantly. So I think important results, of course, we look forward to seeing the final report of the analysis when all patients achieve the 12-month 